We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well, naturally. Welcome. Welcome to the show today. We were just kind of having a conversation around, uh, I guess, basically illnesses and diagnoses and the self-identity that we kind of take on with those kind of things. And I was kind of challenging Kate a little bit on some of that stuff. And she actually even told me that even though she doesn't identify with specifically for her MS anymore, uh, it's still me challenging what we were talking about actually made her feel a little uncomfortable. Do you want to tell me a bit about that? Yeah, it was surprising because, you know, like you said, I, I haven't dealt with MS symptoms. It is something that I had in the past and I, I lived with for from 2005 till about 2016. So it was more than 10 years. And even though I don't deal with the symptoms or anything really associated with MS anymore, when you started to kind of challenge me on beliefs around that, they were beliefs that we've seen with clients, but they were beliefs that I'd had in the past too. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy sometimes to find yourself back in that place. And I was kind of like, oh, that's, there's like, there's a bit of fear that comes up and there's a bit of, there's excitement, but there's also some discomfort when um, suggestions are made that maybe the things that you've been doing, maybe there's, there's other things that you could do to help yourself get better. So I think that's the connection that I felt between like, basically what we talked about was like, what if you could do things for yourself that were going to help you feel better? And that can be scary mm -hmm. if you're someone who's kind of in the midst of dealing with a critical illness, an autoimmune condition, any illness or anything that's not where you would like to be in your life, right? we've seen with clients as well. And it's it, like I said, it's stuff that I've experienced too, where you can get to the point when you're dealing with some, something where you go through periods of, of basically just not doing well and of struggling. And then you kind of get to this comfort zone where it's like, okay, as long as things don't get worse, I can survive. And that's really where I was for quite a few years. It was survival that I was living in. And it was like, oh, things could be better, but things could be so much worse. And if I were to stop or to change or to make any adjustments to the things I'm doing right now, what if, what if things got worse again? And in the back of my mind, that was a big fear because it was like, you know, the, the dangling carrot or the suggestion from people that things could be better was like, yeah, yeah, but things could also be a lot worse. And I've gotten to the point where I, I know that if I keep going and keep doing the things that I'm doing, I'm surviving right now. Do you think that uh, mindset played in? Because I know when we first met, you had, you told me about the, the spoon, was it spoon theory? What was it called? The spoon theory. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think of that, as far as the energy you actually had to perhaps move forward in a more positive way? Was that maybe in an, uh, influencing your decision as well, you think? Well, energy was a really big part for sure because yeah. 
the expression that I've heard a lot of people say, and I used to say it too, like when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, there's nothing left to give. There's nothing there to move yeah. forward, to try new things. And so it can be stressful. It can be overwhelming. It can be scary. The thought of, of trying anything new, because like I said, it was, it's, you get to the point where you're like, I can survive if I can just get things to stay exactly as they are now, mm -hmm. even if they suck. I know I can survive from this <laughs> yeah. place. Right. But it's an interesting mentality to think just about survival and like, that's a pretty key word to hone on survival. I'm so, and I know I challenge as far as, well, what if you could be better? What do you more than just survive? What if you could actually be safe instead? But it's really a different focus from surviving and what's the energy that comes with that versus thriving. And what is the energy that you feel with that word? Very, very, very different. Um, so just touching on more a little bit about uh, your you're very particular as far as where to expend your energy because you only had so much at the time. Would you say that where was the turning point with that where you were able to find more energy? Like, was there a shift somewhere along the line for that that helped? Um, I think like when I started to make changes, it, it, I started to feel better and I started to notice a difference. And Another big part for me too was a lot of the times it seemed way too big. It seemed like way too much. It seemed way too, too overwhelming to make mm -hmm. the drastic change that I thought I would have to make to potentially have this thriving um, situation. It just seemed out of reach. Mm -hmm. And because I didn't have energy, because I had mental uh, clarity, mental like cognitive challenges it just it seemed like well that would be nice for other people but I can't do that hmm. and once I realized that and what we talk a lot about too with clients and with people that we're working with is that like you did Rome well maybe it was but Rome wasn't built overnight it's not about <laughs> yeah. like completely overhauling everything you do in your day it's not about yeah. making gigantic changes for some people it is for some people that's well, depends their on their goals too, right? Style. That's their. That's how they function. Which is there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But like, what is one thing you can do today that would help mm -hmm. you move towards feeling like one percent better tomorrow? And the energy difference for sure between you know every day waking up and thinking like I just need to survive through today. It's it's heavy. And yeah, that would be very heavy. Quite yeah. the negative energy, if you will. I want to go back a little bit just because you said something okay. that I know we've both heard from other people as well, as far as when you suggest or introduce something different from what someone's used to doing, it's the, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And that response doesn't mean that they really can't do it. It just means that you're choosing not to. Can't is different. Decide yes or no, one way or the other, just... One thing I wanted to kind of bring up because that was, I know it's something we've heard before. So I just wanted to put that out there. It's totally true. It's like try, do or don't. Yeah. There is no try. And Yoda, at its, at its best. <laughs> exactly. And can't isn't easy. When someone suggests something and it makes you feel uncomfortable, I can't do that. Is It's totally um, a default 
for mm-hmm. people to go to that. And like, I've, I've, I've been there, all of the stuff that we're talking about today, I've been on both sides of this. So I completely, mm-hmm. I understand how that can feel. But when you realize that, like, there's so many things that you can do for yourself. And I think that was one of the biggest turning points for me was, you know, when a friend said to me, like, I was, I thought my job was to survive until someone came up for a, a, with a cure for MS. I thought that was kind of the purpose of my life. I'll just keep raising money for this, this cause. I'll just keep doing things to help, you know, so that one day someone will find a cure for this. And when I realized that that is not coming, no one is coming. I'm sorry, this is gonna, this was hard for me to hear. So if this is hard for you to hear, I'm sorry, but it was a big turning point for me to realize like, wait a minute, I'm the one who's going to save me. And having that kind of mental shift of like, okay, so if no one's coming to save me, so what, what am I going to do? What's one thing I can do? Mm-hmm. And what's one step I can take towards feeling better? And, you know, what does thriving look like for you? Yeah. And that'll I think be that's different a drastic as well. I think that's pretty drastic for people who are at any point in their lives as well. Like if you're trying to get into a new career or um, whatever it happens to be, it's up to you to decide and do whatever you need to do for yourself. You're the only one that needs to look out for your best interest. Ultimately, it's up to you and it's you alone um, that can make all the changes. So that's just another thing to consider. It's not just in the form of being healthy and how you want to live your life it's in other aspects as well yeah and and again like you said it's a choice ultimately do you want to stay where you are right now or do you want something better right and every day you can wake up and say okay so what's one thing i can do to help myself move towards that thing and some days it will be giant leaps ahead that's it happens Mm -hmm. some days you'll move forward half a millimeter but ultimately you're moving in the direction that you want to go rather than, you know, the yeah. almost 10 years where I was treading water and just trying to keep my head above water. And yeah. And I, I think what you said before too, about the overwhelm, uh, it's key to just do those little changes mm-hmm. kind of do a layered approach. If you will, just start with one thing. What's one thing you can actually do that will put you towards that more positive uh, life, that healthier, healthier life, if you will. Just start there and then once you have a good grasp at whatever that one thing is, then add something else and then just keep going. Yeah. And then perhaps as you get better because you're making those positive changes, uh, you'll get more energy and have more energy to put into your health and then make, make making those improvements. Yeah, totally. And I mean, ultimately, yes, you're the one who has to make the choice. And yes, you're the one who when you take responsibility for your health and for your progress and for moving forward, you empower yourself with a lot more ability to do things and a lot more ability to, to grow and to move in the direction that you want. But at the same time, I also wanted to mention like, you don't have to do this by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not saying like, it's all up to you (laughs) go. This is something that like, there are tons of resources out there. Like this is something we help clients with every single day. 
And it's all different. It's I, you know, we work with some clients who are autoimmune, some clients who are dealing with all kinds of different health challenges. And it's, it's not saying you're on your own. It's just saying, you know, ask the questions, look for the people who are, who are going to help you look for, you know, what you need to move forward and to get to the goals that you want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that I was like, the Google queen, because there wasn't much available in 2011 when I started making changes for myself. But since then, natural health, natural practitioners have been mm -hmm. a really big part of my journey as well. So there's no shame in asking for help ever. Um, and But you do have so much more power than you think in terms of your own health, in terms of um, you had mentioned, you know, going into a new career in terms of all of these mm -hmm. things you have so much more capability than we, than we give ourselves credit for. Ultimately it comes down to making that decision, right? Yeah. Needing the support and having the resources are excellent to have before you even get there. It's all a matter of you deciding that's what you want and going from there. So it's, it's a really important thing to, to think about. Something I've seen in the past too that can happen when you're diagnosed with a condition, when you're dealing with some health challenge, it can almost become an identity. It can become something that, well, I can't, as you said, I can't, I can't, I can't do that because I have X condition or mm -hmm. before I had this condition, I used to love doing all these things. And the identity, I don't think it really helps you move forward. And a lot of the times there are things that can keep you stuck and can keep you in that identity because there's friends associated with that. There's other social connections associated with that. And in my experience, in terms of um, like support groups, I guess, um, you're not a part of the community. You're not a part of that, that new family, that new group of friends that you've made unless you are, a part of that experience. Like if I'm not the girl with MS, I don't belong. And so that can become something that's hard for people too. When you start to, the condition starts to become who you are versus something that you just deal with. Yeah. Right? I know you've mentioned as well uh, when you were diagnosed that it wasn't specifically that moment where you had MS and uh, so do you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, that was something that I, I don't think I noticed. I had a pity party for myself at first. I uh, sat at home and cried for a couple of days. Um, but I had this like realization. I don't know where it came from, but all of a sudden I, I recognized that the moment that the doctor who I never met before um, came in and said to me, I'm diagnosing you with multiple sclerosis, something I'd never heard of before. That wasn't the moment that I got MS. That was just the moment that I knew about it and realizing that, okay, so now I know what's going on with me. And when I thought back, I'd been dealing with symptoms for quite a while. I just didn't know what I was dealing with and having the awareness of, okay, this is what's going on with my body. Now from here, I have, there, I can do more. 
I can, I can learn more. I can, there's more that I can do for myself because I know what's going on in my system. And at first it wasn't, you know, I didn't make massive changes or huge improvements in my health at first because, you know, I came from a family that was like, if you're not well, you go to the doctor and they fix you. And so that's the route that I went initially because I thought, okay, so I'm armed with this diagnosis. I now know what's going on with my body. Now I'm going to follow the route that I've been conditioned from a very young age to do and go to the doctor and take the medication. But in time, it gave me even more awareness because I realized, okay, I need to figure out what's actually going on. So, okay, I have this label, multiple sclerosis. What does that really mean? What is happening in my body that I'm dealing with the symptoms that I'm dealing with and that I'm having the challenges that I'm having? And, you know, the more awareness you have for yourself and the more um, you explore it and you look for other options and you talk to other people, you can empower yourself so much more again because mm -hmm. it's this decision of like, I am not MS. I'm Kate. I was diagnosed with MS when I was 22 years old, but it's not who I am. Yeah. It's not, it isn't me. Right. And so that was a really big, it took time, but that was a really big and powerful um, recognition for me too. Mm -hmm. Does this kind of go along with, uh, I think what you mentioned this morning, as far as kind of talking about how Western medicine, like you've got, like you've gone for many different reasons and so have I, and the approach and the answers we were given didn't handle what we went in for. I mean, thyroid stuff, I've got skin issues that I've had, chronic skin issues, chronic sinus stuff. Um, there has been and chronic this other stuff and western medicine has just kind of let us down and that's kind of where we've switched over and found this natural approach to things and and dealing with the cause of it all and then actually finding improvements and results to to actually getting better so absolutely um yeah western medicine did not help me with the ms they I had good, well, I didn't have all good doctors. At the end, I had a good doctor who, like, they're not bad people. They just don't know. And I remember when I went into him and because I decided to, that I didn't want to go the medical or the medicine approach anymore when I discovered that nutrition was an option that I could try and started to make changes and started to feel better. But I went into my doctor and he's like, okay, well, what are you doing? Because I, I had made huge improvements in since the last year when I had seen him and I said, well, I'm, I've changed my diet. And he, he said, well, I don't even, I don't, I don't know anything about that. And so it's Western medicine doesn't have the look for the cause approach. It's like, okay, this person came in with symptoms. Um, what can I give them to make their symptoms go away or to suppress their symptoms ultimately? But, you know, in my experience that especially with the MS stuff, with other stuff as well. As you said, you've gone in for sinuses and for skin stuff. I went in for thyroid stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, that's a whole different story. Um, I've gone in for a bunch of different things too. And, you know, his approach was like, okay, let's give you a medication. And then I had other side effects or I had side effects from the medication. Okay, let's give you something else to deal with the side effects. And then the that medication gave me more side effects. And it was just like this constant battle of, how can we get you so that you're getting the least side effects 
possible, but this was like six medications later and my quality of life and my health and just my like vitality and well-being. This was a big part of the energy crisis that I was dealing with as well, but it was never figuring out why are you dealing with these things? And the natural approach, that's the first question we ask, which blows my mind that that medicine doesn't ask this a little bit because I understand it's a, there's a business component. Anyways, um, but that's the first question that we ask is why are you dealing with the symptoms that you're dealing with? Yeah. And when I started asking myself and started looking into that for myself and working with natural practitioners, it was like, oh, okay, for me, food was a really big part of it. Mm -hmm. Things that caused inflammation in my body. And for anyone, if you're dealing with chronic health issues, inflammation is not your friend. I'm sorry. But for me, anything that was causing inflammation in my body was no bueno. That was not a good scene. So, you know, that was the first step was removing the inflammatory triggers in my system. And even that can be an overwhelming feat for people. Um, but it, again, it's what's one step you can take today to help mm -hmm. move yourself towards being healthier? Because ultimately, like, we're either working towards health or, or we're kind of preventing it. Right? Pretty much. Yeah, you're, I think you're pretty much kind of stuck and then a slow progression to being worse, ultimately, if you're on multiple medications and then you're not changing uh, the diet that anything that you're consuming, if you're just uh, taking in a lot of carbs and sugars and processed foods, that's just going to increase things as you age, I would say. It's going to play against you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you're driving up inflammation, like I said, which yeah. is not the sugar. You said sugar, you said carbs, um, <laughs> the inflammatory thing. seed oils, the processed yeah. foods, like all of these are causing inflammation in the body. And that is not, it's not moving you towards health. It's not. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Hopefully you got some value from that and a different perspective on a few things. If you find that you want to change a few things in your health as far as what you're doing now and do something different, or maybe you've made the changes and you just find that you are not getting the results that you want. If you want to dig deeper, you can uh, check out our website, alignnaturalhealth.com. We have a two-appointment initial consult that we do where we can actually dig in and see what's going on with you and work to find the cause, whatever is going on. And if you have any questions, any comments for us about this episode, please uh, send them to us. We'd love to hear them. And thanks, as always, for listening. And if you think anyone would find any value to this podcast, please share it with them and like our podcast wherever we, we have our podcast and we'll catch you on the next episode.